Welcome to Every Game in the City, a podcast about eight game makers, curators, and researchers who are meeting up in Shanghai for a week to try and watch every game at the International Dota 2 Championships. I'm Stephanie Bullock. I'm Yang Jing. I'm Alexandra Lee. I'm Patrick Lemieux. I'm Peter Nelson. I'm Philania Montpellier. I'm Li Shangdun. And we're back! But we're not in Malaysia, and we're not playing escape rooms, and we don't even have the same theme song. So what we're going to do is take 20 minutes to introduce what we're planning for season two. Welcome to Every Game in the City, season two. Again. We're doing it again, but this time we're not in Malaysia and we're, we've hit the pause button on escape rooms. We'll probably come back to them at some point. But um, instead of Malaysia, instead of escape rooms, this season, what we're doing is we're going to be watching every match of the <laughs> Dota 2 International <laughs> Championships in Shanghai. Every so, match? Maybe not every match. <laughs> 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 well, we'll see about the every part, kind mm -hmm. of like last year where our goal wasn't really to do every single escape room in Kuala Lumpur. Um, but maybe before we get to any of that, we should start by talking about who's in the room. So I'm Stephanie Bullock. I'm Patrick Lemieux. And I'm Will Parton. Great. And in the first season of Every Game in the City, we actually began with, uh, it was me and Patrick and Doug Wilson, who's not going to be on this season, oh. where we kind of, aw. <laughs> <laughs> Next long, time. <laughs> long arms Wilson, uh, where we went over a kind of brief overview of some of the things that we're hoping to sort of find out uh, what you can expect from this podcast. So we talked about the things that we're not going to do as much as the things that we're going to do. And so maybe we should just, to start things off, talk about what this season is going to be. Yeah, so uh, not in Malaysia, <laughs> not doing escape rooms. Like, what are we doing here? What's going on? What's the next thing? Why, so, why Dota 2? Yeah, why <laughs> esports and why Dota 2? Good questions. Uh, so when we got home from doing season one in August 2018, it was August 2018, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> my, my sense of time and space is warped now. But Stephanie and I were watching the International Dota 2 Championships, uh, TI-8, um, that summer, like we do every summer. And... For the first time in like eight years since the original one in, in uh, Cologne yeah. in 2011, they announced that the tournament was not going to be held in North America in 2019. And it, it would be held in Shanghai, China for the first time. And we thought to ourselves, oh, that could be really fun. Yeah, this is a really, really big year for Dota 2 and the International because except for that first year in 2011 when it was held in Cologne, it's been held on the west coast of North America every year since. And so the fact that they've um, decided to move the tournament over to uh, China is really, really interesting. It's wild. Yeah. And an esports tournament is an event that could require a big group of people to hang out together every day for about a week and talk about playing every day for mm -hmm. a week. And maybe we could record a podcast about that. 
every day for a week. Yeah, I mean, with season one, we actually had borrowed a lot from esports because when we were playing the rooms in each of the parlors, we always had someone who was like the observer or the, yeah. the kind of shoutcaster. Okay, oh we're presented with a physical challenge in the second room. The first room is more like a lobby to kind of warm us up, and the second room is much more intense. Uh, there are lasers uh, across and smoke in the second room, which is really interesting. Um, yeah, it was behind the hook aside. Uh, so now we're actually in this dark room. There's art. Doug is taking the first crawl across the floor. Um, keep, keep low, keep low. Um, oh! Doug, keep moving forward. And we explicitly talked about how that was yeah. inspired by esports commentary. I think in like the first episode yeah, that like, actually comes up. Oh, yeah, what yeah, if yeah. somebody was like commentating escape rooms like an esport? Right. And so it, it just made sense to us that like we could do another. So maybe podcast. it's the reverse now. What if like Dota Two is like an escape room? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> maybe that's what's gonna happen. And we we had a lot of different um, kind of like expertise on the first season, but. They were folks who were really interested in escape rooms. So mm -hmm. we needed somebody who could do uh, kind of like esports and Dota 2. So that's when we called Will. Hello. <laughs> Hi, Will. Hello. <laughs> a Dota podcast uh, could be like a lot of things. Um, it could be, you know, it could be like a play-by-play -play thing or like a fan thing. We could be like rooting for a team. So like what kind of podcast are we actually doing? Uh, and maybe one way to get at that is like, what aren't we going to do? Kind of like Stephanie mentioned, what, what is this podcast not about? Because yeah, like there are a lot of Dota podcasts and like, this is not like many of them. So one thing is if you're, you know, online, you're vaguely in the games ecosystem, you may have heard of Dota and you possibly think of it as kind of the, uh, maybe, maybe the dark part of esports. <laughs> uh, it doesn't always have a great reputation. Uh, it can be a little elitist. Um, a little. <laughs> yeah. But um, to that we say, don't be scared, because mm -hmm. yeah. this is not a podcast that assumes any knowledge uh, about Dota. Well, yeah, certainly, this is definitely yeah. like a beginner's welcome type of thing. Yeah. Um, we're we're going to start from square one. Yeah. We're going to talk about like what this game is and what the history of it is. And also, our approach to the game won't assume that you know a lot about Dota as we go. Yeah, mm -hmm. again, kind of like last season, we had a really wide mix of people that were that were participating that ranged from never having played an escape room to folks who were escape room designers. Mm -hmm. And so what we tried to do this year was bring together an equally diverse group of people who have like a whole range of backgrounds. Yeah, and so we have folks who know a lot about Dota. We have folks who uh, know nothing about Dota. We have folks who know a ton about China, and we have folks who have never been to China before. So it's like a, a great mix of people. Um, but like I was saying before, yeah, this isn't going to be a fan podcast where we necessarily celebrate or uh, evangelize for Dota 2. Um, we're not trying to like sell you on <laughs> Dota. Like it's okay if you don't like Dota. You can mm -hmm. still listen to this yeah. podcast. And this also is not going to be like a like a play by play or analysis statistics. You know, the game is over, and now we're going to break it down and see why you know, this team won for this reason. Um, you know, again, we're not assuming any Dota knowledge, and we're also not even assuming that you have watched any of the matches that took place <laughs> at the international. Especially right. since, like, when this actually comes out, it'll be like like what half a year half after, or more like over a year after. Right before the next yeah. international, probably. 
Turns out there was no international 2020. Right. Like a lot of there, there's there's tons of, of uh, Dota 2 podcasts that are coming out in real time that are doing that kind mm-hmm. of work. And I think that our aims are, are going to be something a little bit different. Yep. Yep. And um, I think this podcast also isn't necessarily about getting better at playing Dota 2. Thank God. Uh, <laughs> we're not going to like be sharing our like expert strats or giving you tips or yeah, suggesting we, we don't builds. Have expert strats. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> so the podcast might not make you a better player of Dota. Well, it depends on what you mean by player, but mm-hmm. it's going to help you to, yeah, to learn important. more about like what Dota is and think about play in a more expansive way around this game. Kind of like last season, despite the name of the podcast, Every Game in the City, uh, I don't think there's any human way any of us can actually watch every match because that is many that, you know, that is like 12 hour days in the stadium. And I don't think any of us have the stamina to do that. Yeah, you you may be thinking maybe if you're a Dota fan, I do watch (laughs) every match. I like take off work and I like Mm -hmm. spend a week watching. But you're you're in your house probably with like a bathroom and like with food and you can press pause on a stream. So uh, Stephanie and I went to the international tournament in 2014. And it is uh, it's really intense. It's non-trivially uh, intense. And so even though we're going to be there in the city, I honestly don't think it's realistic to think that all of us are going to see every match of every day because that's like over 12 hours a day of being in a stadium without access to, you know, ready food and things like that. You never know kind of how intense it's going to be until you're like there stuck doing the work every day. If you think about it, it's also a really unique experience because if you go to a baseball game, you watch a match and then you go home and then maybe you go to another baseball game and it's kind of serialized, but it's not like one day and then immediately the next day in the morning you're there again. And then the day after that, that kind of like, long five-day experience. I don't know what we could even equate mm-hmm. that type of watching practice to. Maybe like going to a music festival? Yeah. Or or Burning Man. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe in like a future season we can do more intense kind of festival spaces. Except that like you're doing the same thing Constantly, constantly Again, yeah, like spectacle. going to a music festival, but like the same band is playing for five days. But that's not actually what we're gonna no, do because we're no. not actually going to be focusing on the nitty gritty. We will some, we will mm-hmm. get into some of the matches, Sometimes. but we're also gonna be focusing on a lot of other things around the game of Dota. So maybe this yeah, is a good this, time to yeah, turn. So what are we actually gonna do? Like, yeah. like not <laughs> what we aren't doing, but what are we going to yeah. do in this podcast? What's season two of Every Game in the City about? And, you know, for me, and the reason I got, like, immediately was, like, I want to be a part of this is I'm really interested in the space that esports open up. Mm -hmm. Um, Because anybody who's a sports fan knows that what happens on the field is, like, maybe 10, 15% of why you tune in. There's the stories, there's the competitions, there's the terrible stadium food. Right. (laughs) um, There's the merchandise, there's the wheeling and dealing that happens among team owners. There's the giant stadiums and the teams, you know, competing, you know, as cities competing for the, like, new franchises. Mm -hmm. And those are all the things that together kind of create what sports are. Right. And so... Baseball is more than baseball, and Dota is actually more than Dota. Yeah. Like... Dota on the screen where you're clicking a mouse and keyboard is certainly an important aspect of what Dota is, but it also expands into these other areas. Um, Mm -hmm. 
And so that's what made something like this, where you have a really diverse group of people um, mm -hmm. coming to Dota really interesting because, you know, my role here is very much in a sort of like an, an expert, an insider, um, but that sits alongside all kinds of other ways that people can actually get into the space of Dota and find something really interesting going on. And I think that we're going to be um, meeting up together in Shanghai specifically mm -hmm. to spend a lot of time thinking really carefully about this one specific game, Dota 2, and specifically, I think, our relationship to that game through the, the act of watching. So there's many ways to play, and I think this is going to be uh, a season where we can think through what it means to like play well together when we are watching well together, and what does that mm -hmm. even mean, right? Mm -hmm. Like, what does it mean to watch this game well? I, I don't know how to answer that yet, and I'm, I'm curious to see what's going to happen. Mm -hmm. And I think one of the ways that we're going to do that is that we're going to be, um, again, sort of like season one, we're going to be recording commentary in the stadium. Like esports commentary? I don't, I don't know if it's going to sound like <laughs> esports commentary. <laughs> we're going to do our best. We're going to do our best to do to, a kind of parallel mm -hmm. commentary to what the what the the shoutcasters are going to be doing. Um, I think as a way to once again help us slow down, to help us remember what's going on, collect our thoughts, and and sort of be in touch with the group and and our own feelings about what we're experiencing as we go through what's going to be an intense once again like a, a really intense long week yeah and so out of the kind of day-to-day -day, um, commentary and note-taking in the stadium we're also going to record a daily podcast that matches kind of what we did last season where we'll unpack together uh the ways in which we're experiencing dota um but that podcast is going to operate slightly differently than than the previous one, because last time we actually didn't do any interviews. Yeah. And one of the things that's distinctive about this season is I also have a background as a journalist. Um, Young Jing, who's going to be joining us, is also uh, working as a journalist. And so we're very familiar with doing interviews, uh, bringing people and sources on. So we wanted to be able to integrate that, especially in this sort of big, messy thing that is Dota. Having those kind of expert eyes gives us some... Some, I think some grounding. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so it's slightly different. Like all of the folks that I think we're bringing on will be experiencing the international. Uh, it's just that they're going to be experiencing it in lots of different ways through different channels and then joining us for the podcast to kind of unpack together this event. Um, so we're going to get a really multifaceted view. Yeah. It's almost kaleidoscopic. Like we're going to be looking through a lens that refracts Dota in a lot of different ways. Mm -hmm. And so these guests will help us to get more acute views from these different angles. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's what we hope to do on the podcast. Um, and, and what do we, what's the point? Like, what do we hope to get out of it? Um, what do you all want? <laughs> Why are you doing this? <laughs> I mean, I mentioned my sort of my approach here before, but it's about opening up the kinds of questions we can ask about esports. Mm -hmm. uh, in theory, this is my my research topic, what I'm sort of dedicating this part of my life to really understanding. Um, but it can be really hard because I, I've been in it so long to sort of see all the ways that different people can look at something like this big spectacle tournament and be like, that's what's interesting to me. Um, so for me, it's all about kind of complicating what we mean by esports in the first place. Yeah, I think I'm coming from a pretty similar perspective, um, maybe with a little bit of game design thrown in there. I want to see like what Dota can do. Like if we yeah. think of Dota as the ball, 
or if we think of Dota as the bat, or if we think of Dota as the diamond that we play on, what types of games can we play with that equipment? Like, is Dota just good for playing, like, Dota as we know it? Or is Dota good for doing other things, maybe other things in Shanghai, in China, with a group of friends recording a podcast? And I think it's also worth saying here that if Dota is a ball... If if Dota is a bat, it's a really weird ball and a really, yeah, real really wiggly. weird bat. <laughs> like, I've been playing this game for a long time. I've been watching this game for a long time, and I, like, still have no idea what it is. I feel mm. like, like if I... If I wanted to, I could probably spend a lifetime digging deep into this. Um, yeah, so maybe if, if Dota's a ball and bat, maybe one way you play with it is you watch it. And I'm really interested to see how we do that. And I want to yeah. kind of like push at what like that means. watching as a form of play that is robust and that is um, vigorous and that doesn't take for granted that play is passive. Like I want to actively um, play Dota at the international right. in Shanghai and figure out like what kind of game do we play? And what does that game teach us about um you know, China, if anything. What yeah. does that game teach us about esports, if anything? What does that the game industry teach us and about money or each other, right? And each well, so, yeah. And if there's one thing that we like learned last season, is that playing is really, really hard. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. really, really hard to do. Um, it's often something that maybe you take for granted, or like you know, like child's play, even in that phrasing, right? And it's also often thought of as maybe something that you do alone or as like a solitary activity or something that that is like coming from you as an individual when you're like playing well. But it's a totally collective experience. Mm-hmm. And it's a it's a challenge to figure out how not just to play well, but to play well as a group. Yeah. yeah and just the sense that play is always then situated, that there's no... Yeah universal ideal of it the player is not this actual just free-floating category of a person but we're like in a specific city with this like very weird specific game Mm -hmm. with a very specific group of people and so we're going to figure out like what it means when you put all that together yeah it enables and constrains us at once and that's sort of this space that we're all finding ourselves having to find ways to play with each other Yeah, and I think that's actually what's good about this podcast. Like, I think that's actually the point of every game in the city. It's not to play every game. It's not to learn everything about a city. But I think it's actually a podcast as a medium for documenting, for exploring, and for producing a collective experience of playing well together. Mm -hmm. The podcast is actually the terrain that we're playing with. The podcast is actually the game we're playing in some way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So uh, maybe so we should start playing every eSport in <laughs> Shanghai. <laughs> should we? Let's do it. Every Game in the City is a podcast on the Idle Thumbs Network. We recorded season two in a hot living room in Huangpu during the summer of 2019. Our theme music is a cover of Dota by Bass Hunter, a Eurodance track he released in 2006 featuring samples from the original mod. You can find us on the web at everygameinthis.city, as well as most social media networks and podcasting platforms. Next time, we'll launch our first full episode of season two, where we introduce new cast members, 
try to explain what Dota 2 even is, and Patrick will tell the tale of the tricky tickets. <laughs>